Welcome to the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. We're now in season three, and I am excited for the lineup of guests that I will introduce you to. Huge thank you to all of my guests from season one and two. And if you haven't already checked it out, go back and listen to the personal stories that can leave an impression for you or someone you know. Spread this goodness to others and deposit little dust of joy. In this episode today, you will hear me speaking with Julie Chang, a fertility expert. That's right, a fertility expert, and that's about E-G-G-S-P-U-R-T. She's helping women connect with their soul and spirit to call in their baby before they're even born. Whether you're on a spiritual journey or not, have an open mind, and you will hear all about Julie's experience with her clients. Right. So today with joining us, we have Julie Chang, and she is a fertility a natural fertility expert, and that's expert with the EGG. <laughs> so glad <laughs> to have you here, Julie. Um, can you give us a little bit of information on why you decided to become a natural fertility expert? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to speak about something that I'm so passionate about and that I want to share with every woman who is on the fertility journey. Um, so I guess you could call it a, uh, you could say it's a calling, uh, you know, in high school, I wanted to be an obstetrician. I don't know. There was just something about delivering babies and being involved in that process that just captured me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I was pre-med as an undergraduate at UCLA, uh, for a while, really all throughout my years. And, but I actually eventually shifted to Chinese medicine and acupuncture because I resonated with the holistic medical approach and using natural therapies a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one of my first patients as an acupuncturist, when I opened my clinic over 20 years ago, was a woman in her mid thirties. And I don't remember her exact age. Um, and she had, she came to me because she had had no success even uh, after doing three IVFs. And mm-hmm. so um, at that time, this was like in, in 2000. So IVFs weren't as like kind of well-known or popular as it is now. And so I didn't really know a whole lot about, a lot about it. So there was a lot, of, a lot I had to learn. She was basically my guinea pig mm-hmm. of working with fertility patients. And, um, you know, give, and given what I understood about how the body works, uh, with natural therapies, um, I was able to help her get pregnant naturally within a year. And mm-hmm. Amazing. I was, yeah, I was hooked from there on out. And it was just really amazing. Uh, the gratification and the reward that I felt to, you know, just have that much of an impact and, mm-hmm. and just something that um, I believed in so much. So over the years, as I gained more experience and therefore became more successful, the patients coming to me were getting older. Uh, mm-hmm. That's also a shift in the culture too, right? Because women were are waiting to get pregnant, right. uh, meeting their significant uh, loved ones, uh, partners later in life. And so, you know, it was just kind of a natural process. However, you know, what was working for the younger patients was less successful for women in their late 30s and 40s. Right. And needed a different approach. And so, and and that's when my journey evolved into spirituality. So in the process, I've been very blessed to realize that one of my gifts is to connect people with their spirit babies, even before they're pregnant. 
And uh, mm-hmm. spirit babies are the souls of the babies that want to come into this physical world. So you kind of have to be open to the concept of soul and spirit. Yes. Uh, and and so if um, uh, many women are, because oftentimes they already feel the presence of their spirit baby, they may, they may not, they may think it's something that uh, they may have imagined, but it's mm-hmm. actually very real. It's just a different dimension that we don't ordinarily access, you know, in our everyday um, daily life, but you know, mm-hmm. there's something way beyond our 3D physical world. And so, when a woman has a very intense desire to have a baby, which is pretty much every woman who comes to me, because they usually find me more towards the end of their journey or after they've been trying for quite a long period. And mm-hmm. um, so, by then, they they really, really want to have a baby. So that spirit baby, in response, steps up and starts to t- starts to prepare for coming in. So it's in response for that call to have a baby. So the way that I'm wired, I'm like an antenna for the women so that when they're working with me, they can tune into the frequency of the spirit world and connect directly to their babies. So it's kind of like I'm the radio and they, and in working with me, they're tuning that dial so they can um, tune into the radio station of their uh, spirit baby. So once they connect with their spirit baby and also uh, their spirit guides, they are provided guidance, um, assuming that they ask the mm-hmm. right questions and what they mm-hmm. need to do for their fertility journey. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of consolidated that and uh, into my spirit baby method. And it's been tremendously successful for women in, even into their 40s. And, you know, when women um, kind of in the later years, Uh, connect with their spirit babies, then they start shifting their mindset into, oh, this is actually really possible, you know, and kind of breaking free of that limiting belief just because of my age or my condition. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm curious to know, of course, yes. How how did you discover that the spirit is included in all of this? Because I'm sure when you were, you know, let's say Mm -hmm. pre-med, unless you're already a spiritual person, uh, how did you get to that, let's say, revelation? Yeah, I'm not a spiritual person. Uh, sorry, I'm not a religious person. Uh, uh-huh. I don't, you know, I didn't grow up in a family where we went to church or did anything. We never talked about God. We never talked about anything spiritual or religious. Okay. So uh, I can tell you for sure. You know, I was I was agnostic throughout my entire life, and so you know, I coming. It was very much a slow process for me. I, mm-hmm. you know, and so because I was very entrenched in kind of the Western thinking, the Western paradigm, yeah. right, pre-med, then I shifted into the acupuncture, Chinese medicine, the more holistic, natural uh, approach. And so that kind of opened me up in the process. Mm-hmm. And, then it, and then as the women got older, especially in the past few years, in terms of like they Many of my clients became, were in, are in their 40s. Most of them are in their 40s. In mm-hmm. uh, working with me um, in the acupuncture clinic, I would just be talking with them. And then, you know, as they were lying down on the table, they would be talking to me about their experiences with the acupuncture. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, it was just like it was one client that really said, you know, um, it was really interesting because she said that she could feel her baby coming into her body. And then the next week when she came in for the treatment, she said, I'm pregnant. I'm like, Oh, that's really interesting.
interesting. And that, that one client kind of started really uh, started me on that journey of just really mm-hmm. kind of discovering, well, can we kind of reproduce that effect? Can mm-hmm. I help my clients, my patients, you know, on a consistent level, get that uh, connection, get that mm-hmm. calling in of that, of that soul. And so that's mm-hmm. really what I've been working on. Great. Yeah. Great. So, does every woman that's older than 35 or older than obviously 40, um, do, do they need to be concerned about their fertility or should they just go with the flow or, you know, living spiritually? Um, you know, what should a woman who's older be thinking about? Okay. So they don't necessarily have to be concerned with their fertility. It, they should, there should not. And this is something that our society puts on us by our doctors, by media, there should not be an automatic, if I'm over a certain age, therefore, <laughs> I'm going to have more issues with getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. There's, there's kind of if, th- there's that if then statement that's been ingrained into women, and they really need to let go of that. So the thing is, people get what they expect, not what mm-hmm. they want. And they really have to understand that. So if they're expecting struggle, if they're expecting difficulty, the chances are that they're going to get struggle, right? So if they're relaxed about the whole process and feeling confident that they'll be successful, and that's what I see with the younger women. So women in their 20s and their early 30s, they're just very relaxed about it. They're very confident that they're going to be successful. And they just come to me just to kind of make sure they, you know, um, they're dotting their I's and crossing their T's. They're just covering the bases. That's all they're mm-hmm. coming in. And maybe to speed up the process. But they're really not super concerned at that point, uh, you know, that they're going to have any difficulties. So yeah. for those type of women, I would say just continue to go with the flow and just mm-hmm. trust baby will come, focus on their relationship with their partner, making Mm -hmm. it as loving as possible, you know, really working on them, on themselves, coming from a place of unconditional love, where it's just really about surrounding themselves with, you know, removing the judgments that they may have about really anything. And so just really being in that um, sense of ease and flow. If, however, and this is what typically happens when a woman hits like in their late 30s or 40s, if, however, they have doubt or anxiety about their outcome, that's when they need to start doing the inner work to release the fears which can block them from success. Because if they expect struggle or failure, like I said, then that's what they're going to get and they have to shift their outlook. And that's really where most of the work needs to be done for women, you know, uh, in their late 30s and 40s. It's the mindset. So a lot of this is psychology, isn't it? Absolutely. It's completely psychology. It's Mm -hmm. not, there's nothing wrong with their body. It's just that they've put this expectation of, well, it's not going to work. Well, then their body's Mm going to be like, okay, that's what Mm -hmm. you're telling me. Mm -hmm. And I won't work. It won't work. So whereas if you, you know, I mean, if you expect that your body is going to be this healthy, vibrant, uh, vital, you know, um, response to what you give to it, then that's what it's going to give to you. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a lot of psychology behind it. And that's really where I work with, with, uh, with women is just really kind of getting them um, to create momentum and move forward. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even if they fall down, pick themselves up. Cause right. Right. You know, I mean, the, the struggle is expected. I shouldn't say expected. The struggle is going to be there. Anything worthwhile, 
there's going to be struggle. For sure. And they have, they have to accept that. And they're kind of, you know, they want it to be because, you know, in social media, all, all they see are the pictures of the beautiful pregnant women. The best side. Yeah. yeah, it's the, they're seeing the outcome. They don't see the process of it. They don't see right. the entire journey. And it, for many of them, it probably took years to get to that point. We don't know what the story is, right? So they shouldn't sorry. attach a narrative to the outcome of what they see when they know nothing. Right. I agree with you. Um, thinking about the psychology of this, and I'm not sure if you have studied this or not. I haven't studied it, but I'm just going to ask you in case you've come across it. We're talking a lot about the psychology. Um, and we know that, you know, we have a, the hormone in the brain, for example, prolactin, mm-hmm. that um, can work for you or against you when you're trying to get pregnant, depending on the levels, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are there, is there anything anything in the brain that can be stopping someone from getting pregnant? Uh, um, is there a certain, um, you know, what, what, what is, what can we control? About controlling our thoughts. You so. controlled your thoughts because, so it's not so much on the physical level because you can control your body. You can control the hormonal aspects with your mindset. And we know this, uh, and we take it kind of higher, right? Stress has Mm -hmm. very specific hormonal outputs, cortisol. So what happens when you feel stressed? Your body contracts, right? Mm -hmm. Tighten up. People feel maybe this pit in their stomach or um, this tightness in their chest. What, how, however it manifests on a physical level, it's going to be different for every person. Mm -hmm. That's that's our body's physical response to stress. It's going to be the same way with fertility. So if your mindset is that, you know, my ovaries are old and they're not producing anything, then is directing your body. Well, Mm -hmm. it's not of any good. So therefore we're just going to do what you expected. We're not going to do anything more. Whereas if you change the mindset of, you know what? I appreciate my ovaries because they have, they're working hard for me and they're, they're doing a fantastic job. I'm getting a period regularly and, um, you know, and I, because I'm getting a period regularly, I know that I'm ovulating mm-hmm. or I had a great response to the fertility treatments. They're doing fantastic. And you know what? I'm going to be really patient with them because, because of all of the work that they're doing, it doesn't need to be that I need to get pregnant right now, but maybe it takes time for the ovaries, for my ovaries to mm-hmm. be able to put together the nutrients that I'm eating in order to create this healthy egg. So I'm going to ha- be very graceful about uh, how I think about my ovaries. When you do that, your body then relaxes, right? Mm-hmm. And then in that, in that relaxation of expectation, then your body can, be, can uh, function optimally. Right. So would you say that's the main factor then to improve fertility? Um, the mindset is yes. number one. Yes. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, absolutely. Before, even before food? Even before food. So the way that I teach, uh, the way that I teach my clients in terms of how to navigate this is you want to 
you want, there are three main components to success, right? There's the, there's the physical, cause that's, that's something we can't ignore. There's the physical part, there's the emotional and the spiritual aspects. So like the legs of a stool, if any one of them is weak, then the foundation is weak. The physical aspects include nutrition, supplements, exercise, sleep, and in general, a healthy lifestyle, the stuff that most people already know about. They just have to be very consistent with them and just make it a part of their lifestyle. People attribute way too much energy and resources into this area to the mm -hmm. point where they ignore everything else. It's not that it's not important. It's just it's not as important as they make it out to be. Okay. So emotionally, then there's the emotional component. They need to have a very neutral attitude about their circumstances, no matter how difficult that they may be. The mm -hmm. more negative they are about their journey, then the more incongruent their mind and their heart are. And that conflict blo blocks them. On the other hand, if their mind and heart align, they become a clear channel to receive their baby. So if their heart is telling them that they want to have a baby, but then their mind is saying, well, you know, I'm... I'm too old. The doctors are saying it's not possible at all field in the, in the body. Yeah. Right. So, so what is the body going to do? Is it going to listen to the heart? Is it going to listen to the mind? It has no idea. Mm -hmm. It typically listens to the mind because the mind is so much louder than the heart. Right. Mm -hmm. It's very belligerent. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like a megaphone yeah. in, the, in the body. That our tongue is what we say is extremely powerful. And most Absolutely. of the time we don't realize it. You do not realize it. And the thoughts are the same as the tongue. It's sharp. Uh -huh. And so that conflict blocks them. Mm -hmm. Spiritually, people often give up in their hearts. By the time that they get to me, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about my specific demographics, which is women in their late thirties and forties, uh, you know, women who are younger, um, not so much, but spiritual. So by the time they get to me, often people have already given up in their hearts, even though they say they're still trying. So they're just kind of giving lip service while going through the motions, but they, mm -hmm. at, at the core, they don't really believe. What so a hard place to be. It's a very difficult place. Yes. They need to learn how to detach from their emotions and their thoughts in order to realize that their desires, they don't, they are not their thoughts and they're, they are not their emotions. So they should not be allowing those to di dictate their actions and their behaviors. Because if they allow that to happen, then they aren't going to do the necessary to continue the forward momentum that's necessary. They just give up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if they can learn from a spiritual side to trust in themselves and have faith that they're supported by an entire spiritual team that's showing them the path, and they, and they have access to that. It's amazing. They have complete access to angels, to spirit guides, to their spirit baby. It is incredible the amount of support that they have. They will have much greater chances of success. Beautiful. And it, it's really about surrendering to the power that's inherently in all women. It's mm -hmm. amazing when you think that women have created this entire planet of almost 8 billion people. Yes. Right? Yeah. It is all within our power. Outstanding. Yes. Yeah. When you is. think about it in that way, it is incredible. So who are we as individuals to say, I didn't get that when 7.9999 billion other people, or no, actually. That's right. Sorry, everything starts take the men out. <laughs> that's right. Starts with us and ends with us too, right? Like the men usually pass away before the women do. Yeah. 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 And so... Um, 
So let me ask you, does the partner play a role in this process? Because there could be a woman that's, um, you know, she's aligned her, her, the physical, emotional and spiritual is all aligned, but perhaps mm -hmm. her partner's on the other end of the perspective. Um, yeah. And that could be weighing in on this whole Absolutely. thing too, right? So yeah. how, does, how does a woman deal with that? Uh, she has to ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> easier said than done. Probably. Yeah, I know it's completely <laughs> easier. She cannot let, she has to stay strong in her vision Okay. and she cannot let his doubts affect yeah. her. Good. Good. I love this. Can you uh, share a couple of success stories? Yeah. Uh, so one of my earliest successes with women in their forties, and, and that's really when I realized, Oh, I can really affect this population that's so underserved that no mm -hmm. one, like hardly anyone wants to touch, really. It was a 46-year-old client. Um, she actually got pregnant naturally after working with me after having treatment for breast cancer. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So as she was working with me, she was going through the treatments. Um, so it took her a few years, you know, granted, because she had to recover from the treatment first sure. before her body was strong enough mm -hmm. to hold the pregnancy. Oops, excuse me. Right. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, so, you know, she was fantastic, very, you know, very compliant with the nutrition she was a, phys um, a fitness trainer. So that, that was not an issue at all. Mm -hmm. Her, uh, emotional, spiritual reserve was strong. She was able to hold that really well, super positive throughout the entire process. And she, she came in just completely shocked one day and said mm -hmm. she was pregnant, you know, and she yeah. had a period for a while, but that was to yeah. be expected because of the breast cancer treatment. Uh -huh. so, okay. didn't, so, so we didn't, so think was, she was she yeah, surprised? Was she surprised? She was surprised. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, she was surprised. What a yeah. gift. Yeah. What a gift. Yeah. She had actually done IVF before coming to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and, and then as she came to me, she had to do the breast cancer treatment. So the IVF had not worked and then she was able to get pregnant naturally. Okay, great. Yeah. And was she coming to you specifically for fertility or was she just doing the Chinese medicine to improve the rest of her, just her body? Um, it, initially it was for fertility. Then she got the diagnosis and then we shifted to the breast see. cancer support. Gotcha. Then, and does so, acupuncture, does Chinese medicine have to be part of someone's fertility journey at, at late, later in life? I recommend it, uh, yeah. but I'm also biased because I'm an acupuncturist. Uh, I'm actually, I no longer, I retired from acupuncture uh, earlier uh, in mid 2021 just to focus solely on the spirit baby method and just doing the spiritual fertility aspect. But, you know, I'm, a, I'm biased as an acupuncturist and I, um, I encourage all of my clients and, you know, if it's within their, their budget, and mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. just do it. Mm -hmm. The worst thing, the worst thing is it won't do anything. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's set, set to relax, even just to relax mm -hmm. the mind, right. Take it in. And yeah. for me, any, for me anyways, I, I do acupuncture and it is a, it's a time that I know I'm allowing my, I'm guaranteeing my body, you mm -hmm. know, that hour exactly. of rest. Yeah. And, and I actually really love it. Like uh, initially I thought the needles would be like pinch me and I was a little bit nervous about it, but, um, it's not bad at all. I love it. Yeah. And people fall asleep during treatment. Yes, so. I do. I'm one of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so another more recent client, um, she was diagnosed with very low ovarian reserve at age 35. And she was told that her ovarian reserve was that of a 50 year old woman. 
So she would need donor eggs to have children. She was kind of given that whole spiel. She mm-hmm. went to 14 fertility doctors. And they go all said for the same her thing. to go to that many. I wouldn't have the stamina to go to that many. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was really determined. She really held on to her vision. And so uh, she worked with me for a while. Sorry, did, sorry was, did you say all 14 told her the same thing? Yeah, they told her the same thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that donor eggs, she wouldn't yeah. be able to have her own children, you know. I think it's, it's a natural thing for the MDs um, or they, the Western, let's say Western medicine. Yeah. You know what? It's just, you know, they, they're trained in their very specific approach, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just women need to get a different, be able to kind of pull back out and say, okay, well, put it in context. This is the, their training. This is what they do. Yeah. So in light mm-hmm. of that, Mm-hmm. then it makes sense that they're going to say mm-hmm. it's not possible. All right, fine. But if you want something, you're not going to just go to one approach and say, this is it, right? Right, right. You're going to look into different yeah. areas and say, okay, well, what resonates with me and what can I incorporate into you know, my daily life so that I give myself the best opportunity? Absolutely. Regardless of what a certain group of people say. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's it, it part of it is you want to be delusional. <laughs> you want to be delusional. <laughs> if, when yeah. you have a, funny, but, yeah. <laughs> but when you have a grand dream, and I say grand yeah. because from a medical Western medical standpoint, it is grand, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it when is. You ha- when you have a dream, you've got to ignore all of the naysayers. You've mm-hmm. got to ignore mm-hmm. everyone that says it's not possible. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, no one would accomplish anything great. Mm-hmm. If we listen to the doubters. And so they have to have that same mindset. Yeah, that's a great message. Because if you truly believe in yourself, in, in your intuition and your higher self, you know it's possible. You should not let other people sway you from that. And that's mm-hmm. what I see happen often. Mm-hmm. They're getting told by other people and they allow that to redefine their vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, you're um, doing you're doing a very good you're doing really good work here, and uh, oh, thank I, I you. Yeah, you sharing all of this with us. Um, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Is it through Instagram? Yeah. So I just wanted to go back to this woman who who yeah. was diagnosed at 35. So yeah, uh, sure. she worked for me a while, so she was able to get pregnant naturally when she was 40, and so it was a five year journey for her. It was mm-hmm. a pretty long journey, and he's a beautiful four-month-old boy now. Oh, congratulations! Really healthy, yeah. So, yeah, that's- so it, it it takes work, you know, but it's worth it. It's Absolutely, worth it. yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I'm a I'm a believer that um, the timing is not always the timing that we exactly. want or that we saw within our vision. You know, like exactly, we we had these timelines for ourselves and. Sometimes those timelines, usually those timelines are not accurate. And so uh, there, there has to be some love and patience and understanding mm-hmm. that there, for some reason in the time frame we thought was the right time frame wasn't yeah. actually. We were, we were growing. We were working on something else during that time. And we yeah. needed to work on that something else before, um, you know, manifesting and receiving this new life and, 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 and going forward. Yeah, that's yeah. how I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's, and that's correct. There, you know, kind of um, just going off on a little bit on that, on that timing and why people aren't manifesting their babies. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
one of the reasons is because the timing isn't right. There right. needs to be a certain preparation. The baby mm -hmm. needs to prepare as well as you, the one mm -hmm. the mother mm -hmm. and potentially the father. So it's not, it's a co-creation. Mm -hmm. All of the elements have to be in place and in order for all of it to click in. And that's something right. that none of us can control, right? That's right. And, so, and that's an illusion that we can control the timing. Right. And so, so divine timing is a huge aspect of it that people just have to accept. The other reason why people aren't manifesting their babies, because you talked about manifesting their babies, is they mm -hmm. focus on the absence of baby. Oh, yeah. Good way of looking at this. Of pointing mm -hmm. out. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they're not focusing on having a healthy baby. They're focusing on the fact that the baby's not there. Uh-huh. That's mm -hmm. just as real of a thing uh -huh. as the baby. The absence is as real as the presence of a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's another huge reason why they're not manifesting and calling in their babies. Mm -hmm. The other reason is why are they, why do they want to get pregnant? Why do they want to have a child? They have to really, really look at that. For many of them, they want to have a child because they want someone to love them. They want to be able to love someone else to mm -hmm. fill a void. If mm -hmm. they're doing it for external reasons, they're doing it because, no, sorry. They're using an external situation to, resolve an internal void. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is a lot of psychology right here. Absolutely. It's mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they need to find, find that love within themselves because, and we all know this, it's like, we can only be as much service or as much as we can offer. Mm -hmm. So if we don't have that within ourselves, we're not going to be able to bring that into our lives because we're so limited in being able to generate that, right? Does that make yes. sense? A mixed complete sense. Yes. yes. That's yeah. great. So those are blocks to why women often aren't manifesting their babies. The divine, the just the timing isn't right. The mm -hmm. focusing on the absence of the baby mm -hmm. and really looking at their why they want to get pregnant. Is it coming from a very pure, loving standpoint? Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing, Julie. That's excellent. Yeah, um, yeah. Everybody, you should know that uh, Julie also has a book called Cracking the Egg Myth, um, which is available. It's on Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. It is on Amazon. Yes. Mm -hmm. They can also go to my website, which is at www.fertilityexpert.com. And uh, it expert is spelled E-G-G-S-P-U-R-T.com. Mm -hmm. uh, I hold live weekly masterclasses to teach women, my entire process. So if you opt into my email list, you'll be no, no, notified about mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't hold anything back. I want to support as many women as I can to manifest their baby, yeah. really help to bring light into people's lives. And that's what drives me. Love it. God bless you, Julie. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope to, st to stay in touch with you and that Thank others you. will be able to reach you and, uh, and share their stories to create more wins for other people as we um, tr just all try and do our best on this motherhood journey. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much, Julie. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. That was awesome. Thank you, Isabel. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, take care. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, Julie. Thanks. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If this touched you in any way, please go ahead and share this with another friend that you think can benefit from this. You can follow my Instagram page at firsttimemomsbeyond35 and you can follow Julie at 
fertility expert. Um, again, that's fertility with an E-G-G-S-P-U-R-T. For more information, you can have a look at the liner notes for this episode. Thanks again. First time moms beyond 35. We got this.